Podcasting with Kerry Jones. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. Well, I hope you've all had a successful week, but for some, this hot weather has uh, put restrictions again on uh, some of the rivers of South Wales anyway here because of the the temperature and water levels. So it's been on hold for some of us, but I've had a great couple of days on my local lake, Clinvaur, where we did the podcast last week, fishing for resident rainbows. And it's good that, you know, with the lake fishing in this hot weather, at least you've got the depths, you know, and the fish can go in the cooler water. So there's no restrictions here in the lakes for us. And I want to start by thanking and welcoming my new patrons who joined this week. And I really appreciate the support of the channel. Lots more planned as well for the next couple of weeks. And those who haven't joined yet, please consider becoming a patron. We'll get access to over 90 past episodes a weekly podcasts, bonus content, photographs behind the scenes to each episode, and other exclusive content and competitions each month. Before I go on to this week's guest, I just want to say I will be in Ireland now fishing for the Ferox throughout September. Even though I've got some bookings lined up for the Ferox days, I have a few dates available. If anybody wants to join me and experience some outstanding fishing, these amazing specimen fish. Give us a shout. This week's guest actually lives only a, a few miles away, and we've never met up until this week. And it's down to he's a river fisherman, but I'm a lake fisherman. And it wasn't long after chatting to him, I noticed that he's a very modest angler. He's achieved so much with 10 international caps representing Wales and the rivers international sea. Well, one of the main reasons I wanted to chat to him this week was you might have seen his face in the press all across social media regarding his catch of this magnificent brown where he caught on the River Don or fishing the Rivers International in Scotland. He goes to tell us of exactly what happened that day and how he landed it, which is quite a story. He goes on to say how it all started for him and some of the methods flies which have brought him success and he also shares another passion which we both share and that's photography so welcome to my chat with terry bromwell well it's good to finally meet because you're not doing it far away from me do you no i'm only in ponty are you actually from ponty uh no gilver cork i'm originally from oh it seemed closer to me really than gilver of Oh. Over the top there, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not far away, stone throw. I know. So this, where we are now, is your local river, I guess, is it? Now it is. It's um, the Ronda and the Taff. That's mostly where I'm fishing. So this is Anisabul where we are now, yeah? He, just above Ponty Bay, yeah. 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 Anisabul is up further. This is, uh, yeah, this is just outside Ponty. Just it was nice to actually, um, because before we come here, we went to this other spot that we did do yeah. the chat, and it was too, too near the A470. But I was surprised how clean it was, you know. Oh, it, the the taff, it's, 
I think the big floods have washed most of the uh, rubbish down into the bay. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, he's got um, a boat in Cardiff Bay, and the stuff accumulates through the through the floods down there. And yeah. It was a bad thing, but it was a good. It also had a good thing to it because yeah, yeah. it, it did all the clear. Down Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, and and in the bay itself, and with the yacht clubs, they clean it all out and fill skips. Do they? So it all gets it all goes back into you know recycled or whatever they have to do or burn it. And that, that I know Cardiff Yacht Club do a lot of that because where it where the, it comes into off off the taff, it kind of accumulates around the boats and then they clear it all up. So yeah, do you know what? I don't know if it's because of social media, or the taff has always been good, but you see you know so many good fish coming from the taff now. Oh, it's it, always been like that. Do you think? Since I've been, yeah, yeah. And the more I've learned, you know, and about the river and found these little spots. That they've always been here, yeah. always been here, and I, I think social media, like you just said, it, 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 it kind of like opened our eyes a bit because yeah. a lot, of, you know, the older anglers they won't tell you nothing, do they? No. And I think you've got a younger generation coming up who's live, brought up with social media and sharing the stories and share this. I think it's it's just it opened up, you know, saying oh, there's good fish on the taff, there's good yeah, fish yeah. on the ronda, there's good fish everywhere. But years ago, they keep you close to art, don't they? Yeah, you talk about good fish, there's one fish I want to talk to you about now. <laughs> and this is what brought you some fame now, haven't it? You're a pin-ups, pin-up guy, <laughs> yeah, you know, aren't I'm a taff pin-up boy. <laughs> Tell me what happened then. Tell me the story with that, with this big fish you had up in the Don, isn't it? Yeah, River Don in Scotland, in the International. Um, um, it was my first... Peg C3 and uh, I was under a bridge and the weather was boiling and the river was really low and all over Ranunculus beds you could see the weed all through it's the river. It's a big river? Yes, yeah, massive. It, it, it's nothing like here. Oh no, this is this is a brook compared to the Don. It's it's wide and it's and it looks like you can wade it, but you get up above your knees and it'll take you off your feet. The force of the water is incredible. You fished it before? Yeah, I fished it in the international in I'm not sure if it was 2016 or something like that. Um, and yeah, 2016. I'm not sure if we had silver then. I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. Um, but it was a different river this time because it was so low. There was water in it last time. Right. And um, like all the methods, we were fishing a French leader, you know, named spiders, clink and dink. Um, and for us, the spiders are working well, so we were using them above the, the French leader. We used them on the French leader by putting the spiders in the droppers. And in amongst the weed, we had like 20, 25 inches apart from the from the nymph to a spider and like shaking the tip through the weed beds and we were getting measures. And that's what, what I... You shake the tip? The I was just shaking the tip, so, act, so again, the spider to flicker. All right, Because yeah. it was purling here, it was flashing and it seemed to it seemed to gather fish. And um, we, we've done that in practice. We, Done a little bit of it in practice. We were catching fish, so we stopped doing that and find something else. You know, so if we fall back on, and uh, that's what I set up. I set a French leader up with a four mil, three point five mil on the point, and a size fourteen black pearly spider. There's two flies. Yeah, two flies. Yeah, and uh, I was fishing the inside seam first, and I caught two fish pretty quickly, and then I come from there then because I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to overfish it just in the second session because it was tough fishing, it wasn't easy. And um, I left it for a little bit, looked for another fish, it was, not, it was nothing really going, so I come back. And where the, where the pool was, would drop in and you had about three foot of water in the end of the pool, 
there, there was like a washout and it was like really thick, thick, relentless, just thick lines and there was like little channels and I seen this one channel and it just looked like it stopped. So I thought, oh, I'll chuck the, chuck the bugs in there and just shake a tip. I chucked the bugs in, I turned the rod to the side, I was bringing it through just a little bit faster than the current and I was just shaking the tip. So what sort of distance were you fishing? I was fishing about... Um, 20 foot? Yeah, about 20 foot, yeah. yeah. yeah just because I didn't want to go too far into the pool. But I fished a French leader. I, was, I had a 15 meter daiki, daiku leader. So I was pretty far away, so I weren't disturbing the fish in the weed. And it stopped, but I felt it through the rod. It thump. You know, sometimes you, you have a salmon and then you feel him on worms or whatever, you thump, thump. It just, it just thudded. And I struck, and as I struck and I draw the line, the line just come towards me slow, just come straight at me. And I took my controller was behind me, I went, oh no. And he, he was like, what's the matter? As I was saying, what's the matter? The line went slack in my hand and the fish was just above my head, just completely, wow. just water spray everywhere. And this trout was just flicking through the air. And I was like, I didn't see that very often. No, I, yeah, that, that, that's what confused the yellow to me. I thought, cause I was like, that's a brownie. And I shouted, that's a brownie. And as a fish at the bottom, and I went, I, I that's a brownie. And I, I was expecting a sea trout, because we were catching sea trout up, and some of the boys hooked some big fish we never got to see, and we thought, they were a big sea trout. And, uh, but as it turned in the end, flicked, and the water spray, and it was like slow motion in my head. <laughs> and I was like, this is a fish, this, this is insane. So I dropped the rod, and then it just went crazy, and it just the power. I what leader you had on? I, I had the Anek 3.5 fluorocarbon. 3.5. On. Yeah, it was nothing. On oh, the dropper as well. On the dropper, yeah. Which, I, at that take? time, I, which one did you take? He took the dropper, oh. the spider. But I didn't know he took the dropper until I got a little bit closer, ah. and I was like, oh my god! And I was like, I looked at, I said, this is going to end in tears, and that's that's something that Paul Jenkins said, says. He only hooked a good fish, and I've been with him a few times, we've hooked some really big fish, and he goes, this is going to end in tears. And he just laughs. And it, normally he does, you don't, you on a river. Really, expect it. Yeah, yeah, and I was so like... you the weed bed next to it. Yeah, the, oh, there was just thick, it was like a chalk stream, thick, thick, like beds and beds and beds of weed. And he like kind of tail flicked out again, I dropped a rod, and then he went under the weed, and I was like... I was like, I'm going to lose this fish. But I thought, right, okay, best thing I can do is keep my nymphs away from the weed. I shoved the tip of the rod in the water. I had the handle like, like he was holding a dagger. And I pressed the rod, the tip, right into the riverbed, and I bent it down. And I put the line through my little finger, and I thought, he's under the weed, he's safe. He thinks he's safe. Oh, I see, you wanted him under. Yeah, so I wanted to keep all the gear right down the riverbed, because the weed is... And because it was like thick weed coming out, it was like rafts. So under there, it was clear. So in my head, right. quick, thinking quickly, I was like, get him clear of it all. So what I started doing, I, I, he started to slow up, he, and I thought, he thinks he's safe under there. He, was, he weren't too bothered. So I was inching in him at the, at the time. It felt like it was forever, but it was seconds. So I kept on just pulling the line inch by inch, inch by inch, until I got him out. And I kind of like, tick, and as soon as he see me, out he come, whoosh. Jump again. Jumped again. Jumped four times he did. And um, my controller was like, my, I was like, I, I can't do anything with it. Your net is not good, that's it. No, I, lucky I had my snowby net, my big net. And it oh. had got an extendable handle on it. It would have been a nightmare if I didn't have that. Lucky I like a big net because it's quickly. And um, 
So I was I kept on turning him, turning and then the one time I turned him and he came out from a weed, I seen him flare his gills. I went, this is this fish is knackered. This fish is he's stumbling. I was like, I got I got you. And wow. and I was like pulling the line. I turned the rod, he came down the side of the weed on me. As he was turning, I seen him his gills go again. I thought I thought, right, take him down into the shallow water, into the so he was on top of the little weed and amongst the stones. And I seen him flounder and then I turned him, I brought him in and I managed to like dive forward and scoop him. As soon as I scooped the fish, I looked in the net and I just looked in and I just looked up. I went, oh, <laughs> I went, oh my God, I said, thank you. <laughs> I did and wow. I, I picked it up and I, it was like in my snowbee net, it was coming out, it was up like this. There's a picture on Facebook of the fish. And my net now has got a bend in it. Oh, I'd keep it like that. Like yeah, that's what I've left it. It's all it's bent where I held it. Okay, so I yeah. kept him in the water, brought him over, and the head controller was in. He was like, he said, it's the biggest trout I've ever seen, he said. And the, the controller was like, how the hell did you get that? How do you land that fish? I said, I have no idea. And we took the pictures, and um, I was still in my session. And I was like, right. I start, I, I, we, had, we measured it. It was too big for the trough. So on my, on my, I got measurements on my, on my rod. So he put the, put the fish in the trough, and it was out, out about an inch and a half out of the trough. So he used the measurement of the rod and the controller and another guy verified it, verified it, the two of them, took photos, and he said it was 73.3 centimetres. Wow. And I was looking at it, I put him in the water, and I, I spent about five minutes with the fish. I was making sure he was all right. I was like, and then he was like, he, he, he took a little bit of time, but then I was just standing there, and the, the head controller come down, and he's like, "Yeah, he's all right." And and we, we, he was right by the side of me, and he and he just started to kick, and I watched him go out to the pool around, and he went down river and turned and sat in the pocket pocket, and then you just seen him go away. Wow! I took the fly off, and I and I threw it into the river, and I said, "Thank you very much." You threw? Can you, can you... I took the fly off. I caught it on, and I I sacrificed it to the fish gods. I said, "Thank you very much." <laughs> And I did. And I, I think I'd imagine the frame. Yeah, I, I just checked there. I was like, thank you. And I put it, put it where, where he was, and I was like, thank you. And, I, and, I was, and for the rest of the session, I was shaking too much to fish. Yeah, you can't come down, I guess. Nah, and I, I, I think it was three fish I had then. And then I heard that the Scots boys had some and a couple of people. So I thought, right, I go back in and I caught four fish. And I think I had two in the second session or something like that it was. But I was still... The competition is on the length. Yeah, it's the total it, length. So, so your fish would have been bigger than sort of four or five, maybe are there. Yeah, but it just still classes one fish. I'd rather have four twenty-one centimeter fish than one big one. It, 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 it still if, classes the one. It's not just yeah, yeah. The total you have, a, of your you have bag. a point for it. I think it's twenty centimeters minimum, and then a point for every centimeters over. So oh, if right. it was if it was uh, a tie, that would come into play then. Oh, right. So that's why you really don't want to catch big fish in yeah. the competition. You want small fish, get them in quick, keep your time. Oh, right. and that, but that's not going to happen again, is it? No, I don't think it's, so. It's, it's, it, it, was, it was crazy because I fished, my first in, full international I'd done, I, um, I fished, it was on the, the Taff up in Merthyr. And I'd, I, I held the record... Then I think it was a, I caught a sixty I think it was sixty three point four sixty four point three brownie then in so Merthyr in Merthyr yeah in the international and I held that till I broke it so wow. I, I held uh, and I broke this and I, I I don't think 
You've got to go on it. Yeah, I, it again, I'll no? take some doing. And, and fair play, the Scottish boys are amazing. They were like, Ter, he said, they were all saying, like, to hook a fish and land a fish like that in them circumstances, he said, is brilliant. Yeah. And, I, I, and on, a, on an international, he could have picked a better time yeah, to do it as well. Yeah. Like. And it, it, was, it was really funny because I, I said to Bushy when we were walking the day before, and uh, I practice a bit, but I don't really practice. I watch everyone and I go in between and I'm watching and watching with fish and everything else. And uh, I said to Bushy, you watch now, I said. You watch me hook something, to, I like a big monster or something tomorrow, I said. Yeah. And he said to me, you don't want to hook big fish. I said, I know I don't want to hook big fish, but it'll happen. You watch. And, and it bloody happened. Um, I saw the picture and I didn't I saw the picture of you holding a fish with the bridge behind on Facebook and I didn't know which was bigger the fish so you were smiling oh my smile it oh, was, I was, like, I it was, was more of a laugh than a smile it was a laugh it was like a, a disbelief <laughs> like what the hell like and I, and, and I say yeah. I think every picture I got is me like just like grinning like a chest of cat because I was like yeah. I was like and it was a nice fish as well sometimes you get big fish which they may be lean yeah. or they're like little fish but that but was like this prime. was and it was and it was an end as well. Yeah. And I, I was like, I watched that fish go away, and I thought, that's that's something I'll probably I'll cherish yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> before I caught that fish, I was, I, before any international or any competition, as my time comes down to ten minutes before I start, I'll go to the riverbank, I'll get on my knees, and I'll always rub my hands in the mud or the silt that's in the river. I always do it. I've done it since I've ever international fish. I rub my hands in the, in the silt and I'll wash my hands off. I know it sounds bonkers, but it's just my little thing. We all got our own little things, don't we? Yeah. And um, I, that day, I said, I said, and I'll tell you a different story on top of it now. And I said to the fish gods, I, I said, I said, just show me your secrets, and I'll take the most at, at most respect for what you show me. And and, and this is this is God's honest truth. For my children's like this is what I said, and that happened. Wow. And my my friend Nick Steedman, he'll verify this. He he fishes. He's a, on a lock in Ireland. As far they got a house by the lock. I'm not sure what lock it was. And uh, I said to him, he said, "Oh, it's been really hard fishing." I said, "Do me a favour." I said. I said, put your hands in the water. I said, before you start fishing, I said, I said, and ask him to release your secrets and you will take care of the uh, utmost respect for what you, what you see. That evening, I'll show you, I can show you the text. He texts me, he said, I love you, buddy. He said, he's English. He said, I caught a six pound brownie, he said. It's the biggest one I've had off his lake. Wow. And, I, and, and, and he, I, I'll show you the text. And yeah. he's like, he said, I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I think there's more to it than you think. Kingfisher. Like, Really? Yeah, you heard him. Well, that's a good year, is it? Yeah. I heard it. Do you know what? I think to myself, you know, I have put so much... I heard him again there. Yeah, yeah, he's there. He's I've heard... I, I've been so many times, like, I, I had an obsession with the Ferox. I still have. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It, 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 like, it really grips you, right? And then it's almost as if I put so much time into it, right? Every hour, every... You know, become spiritual. Eight o'clock in the morning. So I've been four o'clock sometimes to eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Three weeks religiously every day yeah. doing it, right? And you're on your own, you're doing that, whether it's wind, rain, sun, whatever. And then I think to myself, yeah, the gods must think, you know, give us a break, give him a break. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh and nothing to stop me. I've lost big fish. I've, yeah. I've it's broke me. Yeah. But I go back, I go back, I go yeah. back. And I firmly believe 
the lake gives what he wants, when, when he, wants. he wants, to who he who wants. wants. Yeah, you know. I, 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 I'm quite. I, I, I find my. I think I, myself. I'm quite a spiritualist person, in touch with this kind of thing, and it's something that I've done since I've fished. And I've always taken as much respect as I can, give as much respect to everything I do and the fish. And I think you're rewarded for it. Yeah. There was a, the Scottish controller, he's a lovely guy, and he said, um, said, do you mind if I film him? I said, no, I said, carry on. Doing it? Yeah, he did, and he filmed me doing it. And, wow. uh, and uh, he was a lovely guy, and um, I, I gave him a box of flies at the end I'm of the day. Try it. Serious, I, I I know it sounds silly. It, people think, oh, bloody mad, but people go, it they puts like your mind right. Yeah, that's exactly. It focused me. Yeah. It focused me because I slowly wash my hands in the mud and the silt, and then I'll like like purify it, you know. Yeah. And I and it I'm puts just. Puts you there. Yeah, yeah. It puts yeah. me in a little. I'm I'm happy. Then. If I've done, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. And I, like people go, they lucky socks, pants, a watch, a wrist, a teddy bear. That's my thing. Like. Yeah. And I've always done it since every trial. Every international, that's what I do. And it's, I'll it's, get a photograph of you doing that by you. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I, I, it's weird, I only do it. I, and that day I done it, because the guy was like, what are you doing? I said, I just, just a mark of respect for the river. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So how did you, obviously the biggest fish the competition, so how did you, did the team come? We come, we come second, we had silver, and it was three points in it. Three points. Three points. So that could have been a millimetre, a centimetre. Um, yeah, I think a centimetre fish. Two centimetres. If we, we all caught another fish or something, I think oh, it was right. really, it was really, but everyone was close, all the point system was really, really close. Was it? It was, if you look at the match results, it was, was much in, in it, really. We, we, yeah. we pushed Scotland, they, they had their asses going for a little bit, they did. Yeah. And so, that, it was brilliant because we were, in a, we were in the hotel room and the Scots were on... Uh, they were, they were, their rooms are off hours, like on a corridor. And me and Rob were just sorting our suits out. And all of a sudden, you could just hear eruption. And I, and it, I could just, they were all, they knew they had gold. Oh, and right. the, the sound out there, it was like, well done, boys. Well done. And it was like, you're proud for them. Because yeah, yeah. it's a massive achievement. It's a massive. And, yeah. I, and it, it, in my eyes, it was, we, we had a victory because we pushed them to the wire. Yeah. It was a victory. On their home water as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all favourite on our own water, aren't we? Yeah. But we, we, yeah, we was. was you saying you done practice? I, I guess you, you know the methods, the techniques. Yeah. That, you, you fish to the waters, and you know they're going to work, and it's just. I guess you knew where you were going to fish before you actually. Yeah. yeah. On what, the day. On, well, on, it's over two days or one day. Uh, one day it was. Yeah, we oh, have right, like yeah. a week, and we're in the hotel at, on the third. Uh, three days before the international yeah. hotel. So through the week, normally we go up for a, like a month before for a practice, bit of fishing, get your confidence, go through whatever you need to do, and get your, everyone got their own patterns of work, but yeah. it's all shared. So like say orange or white or something, something silly. But then um, like through practice, you don't really practice as such. Yeah. You just go, you know, the water changes. If it goes up or down, you just learn try this, try that, try this. Yeah. And Did you replace that fly with the same pattern? Yeah, yeah, I put it on, yeah. I put it straight back on. And oh, it, yeah. it's um, it's a size 14. It's got a mylar body, pulse stretch, so it's got that ble greeny blue tinge All to right. it. A black rib and a black ackle. And it's simple. Tied yourself? 
Yeah. You yeah. take all your flags yourself. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. pattern, I think Sean, Sean Watkins, anything with purlin, Sean Watkins had that pattern of a friend, and uh, it worked a treat for us. It yeah. Did. And it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Do you find you, you catch those flies in all places? Like, yeah, like I, you fish I, it here? Like when I first started, I, I never knew about the French leader. I never knew about buns. I never knew. That's all I would do. I'd have I have a teal blue and silver, and I'd have a um, a grub, and I'd like I'd swing them through the pools. Yeah, yeah. And I catch yeah. loads of fish. And then I I I bumped into the likes of Paul Jenkins, Kieran Jenkins, and then I I started fishing with them, and then I st- started to learn a lot quickly. And Is it just the rivers you do? Yeah, rivers, yeah. You do lakes? Yeah. No, I fished the lakes a few times, but in the, the river always dro- since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. My my brothers and my, my uncles would fish small waters and stuff, but I just never felt, even when I was then, I didn't feel comfortable with flat water, like that, like ponds. Yeah, yeah. The Move river, the always, I, when I was a kid... It changes, doesn't it? Yeah. When, when, I was, when I was a kid, they used to, my nickname was Bumble, they called me, right? Bumble. Bumble, because, you know, the, the we call them bombleds when we were kids with bomb but the bullets? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was in the river more than I was on land <laughs> when I was a kid. Catching us? Yeah, catching fish, trout, tickling trout, and down the river fishing. And I'd be, I, I, You're I, saying about tickling trout. Yeah. We, we touched on it briefly. Like, yeah. I thought that was a myth, because as soon as you see a fish, for instance, now, if you saw a fish there now, as yeah. soon as we move, it'd be off. Yeah, yeah. Well, what well, well, would I? There's a poacher now. They say they make the best. best I, know. Uh, I bet you want a few. Yeah, and um, well, when I was a kid, my brother, my brother, and my uncles and stuff, you know, would be fishing, trotting worms through the pools and salmon and sea trout and stuff. And then my brother, he showed me when I was, I must have been about six, so the, the sea, salmon and sea trout used to come up the river, the Dimbeth is called. Was that Bill Yeah, on the back end, black, a black bill. Oh, right, through yeah. the fox nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it used to be, it's not so much now. But um, he, he used to show me as a kid, he part the leaves, all the leaves would be down, and be in a pool, part the leaves, and you'd just see a tails, again, it heads would be under the bank. And you just, oh, yeah, under the bank. Yeah, under the, the bank. You put your hand under, and you just slowly put it, not grab it, not gra- grip it, because he would shoot off. But you just hold him, and as long as you braced him, you could hold him, and you could take him out. And he'd show me and put it back. Wow. As a kid, and like with trout, then you'd be when I was a kid, you'd be learning, you'd be under the boulders, and you'd like trap trout under the boulders with your hands, and catch them. And I, when I was a kid, you'd eat them or you know whatever. And uh, that, that's that's when I was. That's my first. Is it? Yeah. So when did you actually start your first cast your first fly then? Um, probably I was about. Eight, nine. Was this really yeah, that? Yeah, I, but I didn't understand it really. My, my uncle was would in the bro- he'd give me small, he tied like little ginger quills. Yeah. And he, he gave me a rod, like a five weight, with a line. And he said, just, he was learning me on the grass outside the house, just cast it into the pockets of water. He just cast, and I used to catch little trout in, on, uh, like, uh, on uh, uh, the river where I'm from. Uh-huh. And uh, I'd catch them on the little ginger quills. And I, that was uh, that was my first introduction to fly fishing, wow. and I went on the lakes, but I never. I just wanted to be on the river. Yeah, I, I like. I can see the attraction on the rivers. I mean, like now when I'm talking to you now over your shoulder, there's fish rising there now. Yeah. And it is, you know, sort of. It's moving. It's alive. <laughs> huh? There's loads of rising. I know. Goodness. I know. 
Look at that lot. Yeah, it is, but I think the edge for me, I like I like just walking a bank on a big yeah. lake and a res or drifting, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think you, you've got to be, I think to be a successful river angler, you've got to get used to losing a lot of flies. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the trees, the branches, the rocks are stuck underneath. And... I probably got about 100 grand invested in a tuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably 100, yeah. 100 grand's worth of tungsten stuck in there somewhere. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I went, begin the season, opening day was actually, with uh, Sean, Sean Thomas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was saying, like, you know, he was like, oh, tiny, Snap it off. Yeah, it's like tiny one, turn around. And I thought, yeah. Jesus. Go in and get it. No, no, yeah, just, yeah. you disturb the water, just yeah. click him off. But that's like, where we were fishing there, it was like, now. Yeah. Going through, you know, like, what up going there. through walking just without anything holding a thing coming through is bad enough when you've got a fly rod right <laughs> yeah. and you've got to land in it on your yeah, back yeah, everything yeah. seems to get stuck in it like. yeah. in a competition it's you look for a gap and you go for it and our rods you're like knitting you are trying to get through and get through yeah. without, without scaving you know get tangled up yeah so how did you actually get into the competition see um paul jenkins I, I was fishing. You joined the club, did you? And I was in an Ospreys. I bought a river ticket for Ospreys. Was it? Uh, I'd say maybe 14 years ago, I don't know where my ass, my elbow is on the river fishing. And I was catching grayling. And my first ever grayling I caught was on a red uh, tag. No, it was a bloodworm, a buzzer. On, 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 uh, on Above the old bridge, and I had a fish pimp on. Because oh. I had my eyes, I had a, 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 a really bad condition. I couldn't see very well. All right. And uh, I had a big orange pimp on, and it was in winter, and I was catching grayling on buzzers. Really? I, di I didn't know nothing. Nothing. I never caught a grayling before. They look red, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it was red. And it, I had, it, they were gold. And I had them off my uncle. He said, try them. I didn't tie flies. I didn't know nothing. Was it 15 years ago? I, I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't know nothing. And I bumped into a, um, a, who's a really good friend now, um, close friend, Ron Jones. Amazing guy, amazing angler. Yeah. And he, he, he was showing me how to fish the dry fly. Yeah. And he, he had to put bigger and bigger flies, because I couldn't see. And he was explaining drift to me, and he could see I was eager, I wanted to learn. And I had these bloody big milk bottle glasses. And uh, he persevered with me for a day. And I only met him, and the first time I met him, he was landed. Fishing dry flies, wasn't he? Yeah, for the first time I met him, I walked up, up, up into the park, and he was landing a fish. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have a look at it. And I I believe our fish was either 5 pound 11 or 5 pound 12. Wow. A big brownie, and I took a picture for him. And oh, where was this, sir? That was down, down the bottom. On Ponte. the tough. Yeah, on the tough. Oh, yeah. And uh, I took a picture for him, and that's when we struck our uh, friendship up. And. We've been close, well, he's a good, very good friend of mine now, and he taught me so much. And fly patterns, and he, we always talk all the time. So I started fishing, I was getting fishing the dry through the Renunculus beds down in Ponty, and then I started looking on YouTube. I was watching John Tyzak, I was watching all his River, River Academy. I was uh, Owl Morgan. I was watching all his videos. I never knew. I never knew any of it. And I said, yeah. I go and buy something, try it, watch a video. I'd be on the river, like watching a video, right there, see what John was doing. And I'd be like, right there, I'll try it. And then I started catching a few fish. And uh, Paul Jenkins, I used to post on uh, fly fishing forum on, on yeah. the internet. 
And Paul Jenkins said to me, so where are you catching all these greyling? Because I was catching really big greyling. And uh, one day he came down then, yeah. and uh, I met him. He said, you should trial. And then I met Kieran and Jonathan Bishop. And uh, I was like, oh, I said, I don't, what do you do? He said, well, just try it, enter the trial. And I, I fished for a while, and Kieran said, try it. He gave me a scraggly old French leader. He said, do this. And then it, to me, it clicked in, worming. Yeah. I was used to trotting worms. I've trotted worms since I was little. And it was like trotting a worm. I was like, he said, put this on. And I started it in fish. And it would just become natural. I was like, this is just trotting worms. And I was feeling them, I was catching and hooking fish. And, and uh, But she said, try the trials. He said, I'll take you up. And it, the trial was on the River Dee in Langothan. And there was probably like 26, 27 people there trialing. What time of year was that? That was, I'm, I'm not sure. I know trout and grayling counted. So oh, it, right, it must yeah. be later on. And uh, I Known was... Known for grayling water, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was catching trout because I was I never I never really caught grayling as such. And it was different, didn't it? So I was just fishing the French leader in, in, in the edges. All the grayling in the middle of the river on dries and stuff. I didn't know. But yeah. I kept I kept on and on it. And I think... My first trial, I come seventh, and I just missed out on the place. And uh, I was gutted, but she said, Tess, your first trial, you've done really well. Like. Yeah, yeah. But then I think it was Andrew Roynan, he couldn't go, so I fell into reserve. Oh, right, yeah, So yeah. I, I went to Scotland on the tee with him, and then we ended up winning gold. Wow. So it was my first international, I was reserve, but we won gold. You never looked back. Never looked back. How many caps have you had now? 10, really? 10, 11, something There's like. an international every year still, is it? Yeah, yeah. They're all bar since the COVID, the lockdown, yeah. three years. I still got the, the trials uh, shield from the last trial on the D when I won that. Have you been captain? Yeah, I've been captain. I captain, uh, what I captain to? I'm trying to think. I think we had gold, I think. I was is a captain. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Taft. Was it Taft? Yeah, is it? Or the Ebu? Ebu. I can't really think. Do you know what? I yeah. fished the... Um, I can't think which one was. Was the, was the Ebu, I think, I fished with... Um, Sean? Sean, yeah. And it was a stretch there. Ab a big way. That's the Ebu, Ebu's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It was like, you can imagine March at first. Or Mar yeah, March 1st it was, I think. Open day anyway. And then, and the water was quite high and it was, it was cold. Yeah. But do you know one thing I noticed, though? When we were walking up, there was two ways. You could either go all the way around this one stretch, like up this mountain, practically all the way around, <laughs> yeah. or walk down the river, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was big, bouldery. And all of a sudden, I said, look at these bricks here. And there were bricks, house bricks, right? Yeah. With Aberbeeg actually in the, in the bricks. Yes. And uh, he said, you probably get a five each for those, he said. Do you know what? There's a couple of thousand there, right? Hidden in... The undergrowth yeah, of, yeah. The, of the of the of nettles and stuff like that, and I thought to myself, Jesus, I could make money, you know, just go and do it. Just go and take a break a day. But, but it would take forever, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why they're still there. Yeah, Because yeah, no yeah. one else is going to go yeah, and get them. They sort after, like. they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you know, they could even put the odd one in a wall just yeah. with a name of a big like People you know. buy them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the idea was. That, we go back in the summer, but we never did. No, no, I know. We all got plans. And he's like, oh, that'd be a good I idea. Know, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, have we got any goals now? Um, the trial has been, I think it's the trial at the end of this month. I'm hoping to get in because it's back home. So, 
fingers crossed. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 I think I, I've been doing it two minutes compared to some people, but I, I think I, I, I think I'd be happy with what I've accomplished, and I, I'd be happy just to pleasure fish after this one if I get in. I guess one of the one of the one of the main goal you want is not to catch COVID again. Yeah, I know. Four, four times. times. Four times. Hospital twice, and I, I'm just getting over the last bout from last last week, week before. I'm I'm all right. I, I'm testing negative, but I, it's yeah, yeah. just on my chest. That's why my voice is a bit awesome. Yeah. One thing I know we both got an interest in is photography, uh. <laughs> and I guess through lockdown, that's when I started seeing some of your pictures. You. You're doing stuff at your home in the garden. You built like yeah, a yeah, pond yeah. and a hide and stuff like yeah. that, wasn't it? That was to keep because I couldn't go far because the COVID damaged my lungs and my and my heart. I couldn't. I could I didn't have the breath to do uh, anything really for months and months and months. And um, my neighbour, so I, I I had a camera set up and stuff. And I thought I oh, I'm gonna. So you always had an interest in photography. Yeah, yeah. I'm never really good at it, but I was just I just thought I just I enjoyed it. And um, I thought I'd just stick with it. Bought the new lens, bought some bits and bobs, watched a lot of YouTube, and then I thought oh, I'll make a hide in the garden. So I, I bought an hide. I put a, a reflection pool in the garden. My next door neighbour helped me most of it. Bob Fox, brilliant, perfect gym. And uh, I put lots of feeders up, and I started photographing. And then I went from there then to photograph the kingfishers on the river, foxes, um, and I just enjoyed this ever since. You put a lot of time into it, haven't you? Yeah. Do you I find sometimes when you come, say for instance we're fishing here now, yeah. well you said actually, well, you passed this one spot and you said there are kingfishers in this one spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find sometimes when you're fishing you're thinking, I should be taking a picture there now? I, I just log everything. I, 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 I look at the time, if, like, I look at the time where the sun is, where the shadows are. Where, There's where, a pattern to the followers. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. They down on the bottom in the morning you're on the left hand side of the river where the sun is, and then in the afternoon they move out of that and they go on to the other side of the bank, and that's what I've noticed. And there's a few spots, and I've made like little hides places where people can't see, so I can just tuck in, not disturb them. They don't see me. I don't interrupt them in anything, and I just sit there and photograph them quietly. At the moment, because the river is so low, all the minnows are pushed into the sides, and there's literally millions of them. And the, and the kingfishers, they got young at the moment, probably oh, the right. second brood. And uh, I've sat there, I've sat there down here with Charles uh, Jardine uh, on, on the weekend. He's, 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 he was up here this week with him? Yeah, yeah, he'd come up and we were chatting and talking and he's become a member for Ospreys now. So it's brilliant, it's great to have Charles in the club, it's brilliant for us. Yeah. And um, I, was, I was explaining to him, well, and as I was explaining, the kingfishers were coming in and landing on the stones. No. And the, the young were there, and the parents, and they they, they just taken this. They can't miss. It's just and but they were on low stones, so they were just dropping in and grabbing them, and then they'd have a little fight and go off. And half hour later, they come back. So there's a pattern. So I prob probably probably I was thinking about doing it on the weekend, just sitting down there quietly, first light because the sun will come over early and just lay there in the stones with a net you on You said to be a net, hide? No, no, I, wanna, I just, I just, I'll just lay on the grass and, in, and by the pea shooters, the knotweed, and just sit there until they come. Is it? I get lost, I, but I was brought up fishing and shooting, so that I got that patience. I've been taught from a young age, patience, yeah. patience, patience. And, I, the more you do, the more patience you get. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could sit, I could sit by her all day until dark, and, yeah. I, I said, and my partner says, "I have no idea how you do it." She said, "Because you're, 
everything else, I'm erratic. But yeah. when I'm at the river or I'm doing something, time just Your goes. mind is a strange thing. I know when I, when I go to Corrib and I'm fishing for the Ferox, I know there'll be days nothing yeah. will happen. Yeah. I know nothing will happen. And each time I go, say, you know, for instance, I'll go for like two or three weeks and just come back now for a month, three and a half weeks I was there. And then I find it takes three days for me to get in my zone, like yeah. a psyche. Like everything, your whole metabolism, everything. You know, you're on a boat. You, the first day, you're a little bit clumsy. You're doing this and that. You're not relaxed. Yeah. Um, but the third day, you're horizontal. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're almost in tune with everything then. And then it'll take a couple of days and then you start having fish. You know, but the time just goes then. And yeah. it could be like a whole day. Yeah. And it's goes. It's like, where do you go? Yeah, yeah. Just have you gone. But what I find is when I'm doing that is like, like I say, I mean that metabolism is really slow. Yeah. And then you could go for like three days, and those rods won't move, right? Yeah. And when that rod goes, right, yeah. you're sort of like your chemistry inside yeah. is yeah, it's fireworks, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and <laughs> yeah, and it's like it, that's what that's the buzz, that's the yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. And if you were doing it all the time, fish a day, it wouldn't be the same. No. Yeah. But because you know you're trying these different things, you're consistently trying different methods and that, and when it comes about, it's like, yes. Oh, when it comes off, yeah. he goes, uh, you're up there, and then you're poof, yeah. down there, you know. It happens. Yeah. But uh, it's, it just keeps, you just can't it, it's get hard, out of it. It's hard to explain to someone the fishing, they you're fishing, but when you've got that feeling and everything is right, and you've got that, like, it, it comes from in your core, doesn't it? Yeah. And you're alive, and you? You're, yeah. you're beyond alive, and you? And it's yeah. that feeling, like you've got the goosebumps, and you can't explain that to someone, can you? Yeah. Until it, you know, until. And simple things like we could be here now, and all of a sudden you see the odd fly coming hatching off, and you think started. Yeah, yeah. And you see another one coming off, and you yeah. see, you know, we know what is going to happen. Yeah. And now, if you, and then you see a big mouth, or you see that that swirl, and yeah. you're like. Yeah. I tell you what, what I do notice in May time in Ireland, you probably get them, yeah. The bright, bright yellow. Um, yellow maize? Yellow maize, I think they are. They're, people call them yellow sallies, I yeah, think yeah. yellow sallies, but yeah. yellow maize. And uh, when they're on the water, right, you see them flying in the air, and then it's, it, I've literally watched trout chase to try and get the fly before the birds, and birds will come down and yeah. take it off, you know. You see the sand martins on you, and if it's quiet, and they come off, you hear the click of the beak. Can you? Click can you take yeah, the fly? Yeah, take the fly, click, and you hear it. And it's like, wow, it, 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 you, can, you can hear them click, click, yeah, yeah. and you catch them the fly. Yeah. That's why on the river, normally the robins or, you know, the wagtails and the pied wagtails are on the side. And you, 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 they normally tell you when the action's going to start, because all of a sudden you see them come to the edge of the water and you're like, oh, come on, let's have, let's have it this week. So, so for the next couple of weeks then, what would you expect? What, you know, you're sort of like fishing. You wouldn't waste time of day, would you, now, for hatches? You wait till last light? Not now with this heat. It'd be either early morning or late afternoon morning, anything, and the evening rise for all the spinners. Um, that's, that's where I'd be fishing now. I'd be like 6 o'clock onwards and yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. 8 o'clock. I'm surprised you've seen quite a few fish, decent fish. Yeah. The last place we went, I think we've seen bigger fish yeah, than yeah. I've seen here. Yeah, there's some, there's some big fish. Because... Uh, it's quite deep and there's a lot of deep water below and I th think because all their minnows are there they come up in the evening and they smash your minnows in the night because yeah. it, it's a food source to sit there it's like McDonald's side, on the side of the road yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. 
my mother fishes, my father. Does she? My, yeah, my mother used to fish. She's not very well at the moment now, oh. but she's, she, loves, she loves fishing. My grandfather, my great-grandfather, it's, it's deep-rooted in my family, is it? fishing. And, and Ogmore is where I had my first memories of being stuck in the sand in a pram, screaming my head off, because I knew they just gave me a rod and there was nothing on it. And you were in a pram then? I was in a pram, I can remember it. And I told my mother, she said, you're right, she said, you screamed your head off. Give me a rod, and I went happy. I wanted to go. Was your nappy's a drug? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it, I, I can remember, and I was a little bugger, and I used to scream and scream and scream, and I'd be happy. Give me a rod or someone and sit there. I'd be happy. I wouldn't wander off. If you give me a rod, I was happy. Do you fish with any of the family now? Yeah, my brother. My brother. Oh, your my, brother fishes. Yeah, he still fishes. He's a he's a, a phenomenal wormer. Is he? Yeah, he taught me when I was a kid. He used to, I used to be on his rucksack and his back. And he'd be, and I used to, and he's little, I was a little bit sharp. He's older than you are. Oh, he? yeah, he's my older brother. And um, he used to throw the worms in and he'd look at trout and he'd go, have a go. And I'm like, no, no, I want to catch my own. I want to catch my own. And he's like, no, no, you caught him. I'm like, no, no. He's like, no, I know. I'm going to tell you a story, man. He, he yeah, will yeah. laugh his head off. I used to be a bugger when I was a kid. I'd run to the best spots up the, up the, in the pool and I'd be, and the river in Blackmill was just a, probably about a foot high and it was pushing through. But it was an old fence down in the river and the strands of barbed wire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me rushing, my brother was getting in. I tried to rush past him to get in, the, in, in front of him. Oh. My foot hit the wire and I, I kind of spun around, <laughs> right? And I went straight in the pool, upside down, looking at him. And he could have grabbed me and just picked his hands up. And as I passed him going in the pool, he was just smiling. <laughs> No. In and out, and he went. Are you wow. going to rush around now, laughing his head off? And he, and he didn't give a monkey's. I got a drowned, and he's still in the he, He's like, I was one of the. I tripped on the way. He said, "I'll teach you for rushing and around." How old is you then? I must have been about ten, eleven. Is it? Have you had any scary moments on the river? Right? Yeah, I nearly, I, I nearly got killed on a ronda about, God, ten years ago. I, I was with Matthew Pritchard, my friend, and yeah. he was teaching me uh, fishing because he'd done a lot on the rivers and he was showing me things. And we were on the Ronda, and the river was up a fair bit. Where were we in the Ronda now? Up in Triavod. All right, yeah. And um, his rod got stuck in a tree, and I was confident wading. I walked out on a, on a, just above the head of the pool. I walked out. It was, I could feel the gravel and stones on my feet. Went out. He got stuck, so I come back, and I pulled his tr rod out of the tree because he was up on the bank. When I walk, went to walk out, there's no bottom. So I, the gravel or whatever was there shifted. shifted, and I went under, and I got, I was, that's all I remember was grey and blue and all colours. And uh, on the run, there's a big um, sewage pipe. It's probably like four Yeah, all four, the way down. Yeah, all the way down. And it, it was on a bend, and it was taking me under the pipe. Oof. And Pritchard managed to run down the side, and he caught my hood. He caught my hood. Before you went under? Before I went under, and I was getting pinned to the pipe, and he pulled me up by my hood. And wow. I, it took me about a year to, to, to wade after that. And Because I, I, I got out of the river. That is scary, under. Yeah, he pulled under. me out of the, out of the river, and I, and I, got, I was dead then, when I? And he went, yeah. Because if I went under, he would have just pinned me under the pipe. Yeah. And there was no way out there. Jesus, that is a close Yeah, one. it was really, really close. And I, and I, and, you know, I, had, a, I had a couple of nightmares on that one. I can imagine, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, like, Hugging the pipe, going under, 
say it hit the, like I rolled. And I suppose it was nothing because the forces that you couldn't go against. Couldn't the do current. nothing. No, it no. was just into a bend, and I was going. And my feet, I had my feet against the pipe like this, and I was getting slipped under. And I remember just being crushed, being pushed under, and he just managed to grab Holy my. Holy shit! He had to come after you, right? If I was on my own, I'd be dead. I won't be here now. Yeah. And that's and it is rod you went to get. Yeah, he was stuck in the branch here. Did you get the rod? Yeah, yeah, he got the rod. <laughs> And I, I, I come, I didn't, I went, I went home after that straight away. I didn't want to fish anymore. I went home and I was like, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah I was. That was I didn't tell my I, missus. I didn't tell her anything. The thing is with the valleys, you get some dangerous things happen. One of the dangerous things I heard happen was Alan Reese was fishing down in uh, underneath in yeah. the town, and his fish was sea trout at night. Someone threw a kebab at him. <laughs> <laughs> I've had chips be chucked at me. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I went off, off Ponty Bridge, it was a bunch of drunks, and I was fishing in the evening for dries, <laughs> on the dries, and a guy actually threw a pile of chips at me, and I was like, I looked up, I said, you could have put salt and vinegar on him, <laughs> he did, I, I'm just like, that's a God's honest truth, and I was like, he, he wanted a fish to go with it, I did, he, and he hit me with them as well, like, I got smothered in chips, I was starving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, you're landing it. Yeah, it was the truth, God's honest truth, yeah. I was like. Uh, you have I've seen so many things on a river, young lovers bumping into them when you're fishing, walking down. I, I was down the bottom where we were earlier on, and I'm I'm fishing away, with my back to the and I was like, yeah, I could hear rustling, and I was like, this is what's happening, yeah. I turned round as a young lover, two young lovers on, the there, on a boulder, and I I turned round and looked, and I went, oh no, um, didn't give a monkeys. They knew you were, you were there. Didn't give a monkeys. Yeah, pointing all the time, probably. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I bumped into a naked woman on a river. Um, the, it was a photographer doing a, the, doing. Uh, she was on the weir, no clothes on, and she was doing all these poses. And I walked past. I was like, "Hi, yeah." She went, "Hi, I love. Have a nice day." I was. I was like, "Just waiting for the rise." I was like, "I'm going this way." <laughs> and I, um, yeah, I've seen a few. People think that I... Yeah, they don't think either. Yeah, they Especially do. when you got that net in over you a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen some things. I've I, I seen a... Uh, there, there was a young... Not young couple, but older couple having a massive argument. They were going hell for hell, screaming. And you were all covered up? Yeah, and it was like 10 feet away from me. And no. she, she was shouting and screaming, calling him everything. And he was, he's been liking some pictures or something of a friend or whatever. And she was hammering him. And as she turned around, she seen me, and she went bright red. And the guy said, "Look what I got to deal with." I said, "Don't get me involved." <laughs> He's wondering what you're doing lying down there. Yeah. Sort of I had the camera. Like. Yeah, she realised because she could see the thing, and she was she went bright red, ran off. And uh, this guy was like, he had his hands in his pockets. I <laughs> I said, "Don't get me involved, buddy." <laughs> Don't get me yeah. involved. But uh, yeah, I I um, I. I, I I was on below my house, the river's in flood, and uh, I seen this woman on the edge of the river on the bank, and it's deep. And uh, I, I looked at her and I, and I thought, there's something not right with her. She was going to commit suicide, and I helped her off the river. Did you? Yeah, it was a, it, it was a woman. There's a, like um, places for hospices for women have been beaten and stuff. Where's up, this? Is it, it, it in, po in Ponty up here. Right, and she yeah. come from here, and she come from one of them places, and she was she was going to commit suicide. She was. You went over chat to her, like. Yeah, I, I just I just walked over. I said, "You okay, love?" Yeah, she's just Upset, total like. broken. Oh, and I managed to like coax her to hold my hand, and I sat there and I f I phoned the police, but I kept, I put it on loudspeaker, 
and I was just talking to her, but I was saying where we were, what was happening, and and uh, find after about so ten. So she didn't know that you. Nah, dialed. she didn't know. Like, and then the police car turned up, and it's uh, right. a good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, and I was like talking and talking, and I managed to get her away from Maruva because I think if that point she was, and then when the police came, she tried to jump. My elder and he dived on her then, and I, and I was like, I walked from Maruva and I was like, that was a bit of a fate thing. Yeah. And then I seen her about three months after, and she come and give me a hug. I didn't even see her in town. Wow. She come and give me an hug, and she said, thank you for that day. I'll never forget that. Yeah. It, it was just you one of the moments. You think you've got problems. Have you fished this river? Yeah. Three weeks, not a fish. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I only catch them, my big. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's surprising, you know. So, it's come to this time now. There's one more question yeah. I want to ask, and I think you, you, I know the answer. You did mention, touching <laughs> it briefly. So where would you want to be to make your last cast? Ogmore Estuary, in the rock pool. That's where I'd be. I'd be on the stone slab with my grandfather, my mother, my father, my great-grandfather, my brother have sat me on a knee and showed me how to fish and talked about the birds and bees and everything. That's where I would want to be. That'd be my last cast. And I think that's where my mother will want her ashes. She wants to be spreading on yeah. Yeah, this time of the year. Mullet or flatties, or bass on the tide, little maddies, little rig, a couple of shots, just throwing it up, trotting it back, and then throwing it down when the tide's moving, trotting it back up. You put it to some pictures now before the light goes. Yeah, 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 no. Broken water, the waterfall up there be nice. Yeah, yeah, we've got there now. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Really well, appreciate many it. Thanks, thanks Terry. I'll join you one night. Oh, you're very welcome, in. anytime. Yeah. Anytime. You're only up there now. Yeah. That's right, I'm only literally 15 minutes away. Yeah, bloody hell, anytime, yeah. anytime. I think I'll bring my bag of chips instead of wait for someone to throw them. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Salt, lots of salt and vinegar, please. Yeah. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to listen to more, please consider becoming a patron where you will get over 90 past episodes and weekly podcasts plus photography and exclusive content to join visit patreon.com forward slash casting with kerry jones or see the link on my website castingwithkerryjones.com well that's all for now tight lines and don't strike too soon <laughs>